Thank you to Fiverr for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. I'm a lot of things, but one thing I am not is a sound engineer. So when it comes to editing my podcast episodes, I look to an awesome engineer I connected with on none other than Fiverr. As a small business owner, it is important to recognize when you need to outsource. By doing so, you not only free up your time, but you prevent your passion from becoming a pain. Visit the link in my show notes or head to www.lauraswanseekman.com and click on consulting to view Fiverr as one of my go-to business resources. Hi guys, welcome back to Rogue and Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siegman. I hope you've had a badass week, that you're ready and geared up for this next one ahead and just feeling motivated as fuck. For whatever reason, I'm most motivated in the spring and fall. It's just such a transitional time. I'm not that new year, new me kind of person, and summer is spent enjoying the outdoors and weather as much as possible. Spring and fall make me want to whip out a notebook, jot down all my business ideas, clean and organize shit, whatever. I'm weird, and it is what it is. But if that's this time for you also... Go get it, friend. Anyways, I actually had a completely different topic on deck for our chat today, but after recent events, this conversation moved to the front of my brain, so I'm rolling with it. I'll revisit my original topic on the podcast here soon, but guys, did you see how Facebook and Instagram went down twice last week? Literally, as I'm recording this, they are down again for some users. Like, O-M-G. I'm just trying to sound as noxious as possible here. But for real, people are losing their minds. How many Google searches for what's wrong with Facebook? Or why isn't Instagram loading? Do you think there have been over the course of these outages? I don't have any type of answer or statistic for you. I'm just curious what you think. Because I would assume there have been an embarrassing amount of keystrokes typing those exact phrases into a search bar. I guess WhatsApp went down also, but I don't use that, so I don't have a lot to say about that particular platform. But not Facebook and Instagram. What will we do? I came across a CNN Health article written by Francesca Giuliani Hoffman, in which a marriage and family therapist by the name of Ian Kerner was quoted. The article reads, when people can't scroll and post as they usually do, Kerner said they can become bored and vulnerable to difficult emotions and stressors, sometimes without knowing how to cope with them. Really? I cringe when I read stuff like this because, my God, how freaking weak have we become as a society? It's ridiculous. But that's not even my point for today. Listen, I use social media every day. I think it's great. I don't use it so much for keeping up with friends like I did back when it launched. And yes, I'm at that age where I'm starting to date myself here by referencing the original launch of social media, but I absolutely use it in my business and help others use it for theirs. It's literally my day job. Social media has given us this new creative outlet for actively engaging with our customer base in real time, provided avenues for quicker interactions, and the opportunity to showcase our products and services to millions of people. 
not just a handful on the block in our town. The world is our literal oyster because of it. But it's not really ours. Those profiles we create, complete with our branding, our cool highlight covers, and our carefully curated content, don't belong to us. It is rented space. It can be shut down, deleted, lost, or taken away from us at any minute. And if you really think about it, we truly rent space in most areas of our life. Let's stay on the business track here first and continue the discussion about our internet platforms. I saw a bunch of creators, influencers, artists, shop owners, small business owners, whatever you want to call us or yourself or identify as on social media, freaking out on their platforms once service was returned, explaining that they didn't know what to do with themselves and were having the realization that if social media went away... For some, that meant their business went away. Um, Yeah. You're being allowed to use Facebook and Instagram's interface. You don't own it. You're renting space, if you will. That's why you've heard me talk about diversifying in previous podcast episodes. That's why you need a website in addition to your social profiles. Something you more so own and control. And guess what? Even that is rented. You pay for your domain name and hosting platform each year, and that can go down also, technically speaking. However, the chances of you losing access to your website are less than those with social media pages and the thousands of followers that you've built up. But let's pretend for a second that your website goes down, too. Now you're really shitting yourself. What else do you have? Again, this is where diversifying within your business matters. That's when you get to that email list you've built or jump on your podcast. Stay connected to your audience in various ways if you're using social media as a business space. Your platforms are not guaranteed and you need a way to continue conversation, sell your products and services, and maintain your income. But now, transitioning from business to life because we do that on this podcast, it's all overlapping. Aren't we really just renting space everywhere? Think about it. They say the only thing guaranteed in life is death and taxes. My husband added dishes in there once, and I think that's hilarious and also incredibly accurate. But not much is guaranteed, and really nothing is owed to us in any way. We all should have things like a decent childhood, food, a warm place to live, education, love, and so on. But as we can see, should doesn't get us very far and still doesn't always happen. We all have a widely varying set of circumstances, and overall, we have to work for what we want out of life. We have to put effort in to make it happen. So let's start at the beginning. We aren't guaranteed a certain number of years on this earth. We get a chance to do with it what we may until it's our time to leave. And so I want to pose a question or two to consider from this point here on out regarding all of the areas we'll touch on in the rest of our chat. We have an unknown set of years, right? So what are you doing to earn your keep? How are you maintaining your rented space? 
I know we're getting a little deep here, and this is all because Facebook and Instagram took a shit for a few hours this week. Wild, right? Now, I'm 34 right now, and damn if I'm not lucky to have those many years so far. Now, I didn't have a traumatic loss when I was young or anything that triggered my mindset, but for whatever reason, I decided at a young age that I was going to live my life as I wanted when I wanted, and do as many things as possible in case I didn't have as many years as we all hope for. For the most part, I look back and I'm pretty content. Of course, I want to do a ton more. But if tomorrow was my last day, damn, I did a bunch of shit. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Haven's Kitchen. It's time to tantalize your case buds and mix it up in the kitchen with Haven's Kitchen's six delicious sauces. Choose from red pepper romesco, golden turmeric tahini, tangy barbecue sauce, herby chimichurri, zippy chili harissa, and their gingery miso sauce. And each of their convenient packets can not only be used as a sauce, but also as a marinade or dressing opening up even more tasty and creative possibilities for your meals. Want to give them a try? You can pick out your favorite flavors using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Haven's Kitchen and show off your recipes and dishes in your stories and posts. We also rent space from family and friends. Family should be our original experience with relationships, but some don't have that family unit from the start or for very long. It might be removed by choice or by death. It's not guaranteed. We are given a lease to it for a set number of years. This lease could end for reasons out of our control, or it can end because of how we've maintained that rented space and treated it. Same with friendships. It's cute to think that at age five, your childhood bestie would be in your life forever. But is that realistic? Some friendships stand the test of time, but not just because they were originated early on. You've done work to maintain that rented space with each other along the way. Other friendships will come and go because you've agreed on a shorter lease, if you will. Friendships that were meant for your five years at a certain job, but not outside of that. Friendships you didn't put enough into, so they ended early or maybe subletted in a way. There are future friendships that don't exist now, but that space will be rented with each other because of an upcoming experience and because you need that friend at that time for some specific reason. Jobs. We aren't owed a 40-year career at one single employer. They can let us go. And on the flip side, they aren't owed us for that time either. We can leave. We rent opportunity and space from each other. And if you're self-employed in any way, you're renting time on those business platforms and renting time with your audience every time you make a connection through a conversation, post, or other message. I'm renting your time right now. I'm earning my keep by offering insight into topics you might be interested in and initiating conversations that make you feel connected. If I don't do it right, or you don't need my conversations anymore, you could leave. I want you to stick around forever, but our time together is rented. Honestly, same goes on your end too. If I'm to continue my chats or connection with you, I need to get your feedback every now and then, a referral, a like, a review. Everything is reciprocal, right? 
your home, maybe you really are renting. My family, and then just myself as an adult, rented for the first 26 years of my life. Now, owning a house, we technically still are renting in a way, even when we pay off the mortgage. We are still renting services, electrical, water, gas, insurance, to maintain it, and paying money towards taxes that will unfortunately never fucking go away. If we were to stop paying those things, we wouldn't continue to be allowed this space. We get so entitled at times, right? And I think that honestly, the world has become more entitled than ever. People disrespect police officers when they are pulled over for speeding, but forget that they are not entitled to that driver's license and doing whatever they want on the road. We are renting it. We have to maintain it and earn our keep. We aren't entitled to shop at any specific store. We are being allowed to enter under certain conditions under a lease that we will behave or conduct ourselves in a certain way when we are there. We don't run the show, but yet we see people losing their shit when they get kicked out for acting poorly or hell. And look at all the looting and damage done to properties and supposed protests. Our marriages and relationships. We think we are owed a certain amount of affection, support, or treatment. We think we should just be loved for doing whatever we want at times. It's not correct. What are you doing to earn your keep? How are you maintaining your rented space with that person? Those commitments and vows don't allow you to kick your heels up, never try, and get your way every time. Again, being deep here, the only thing we have forever is ourselves. Everything else, from top to bottom, is rented along the way. And I think that is something very important, very real to remind ourselves of each and every day. Especially when times are tough, we've reached a difficult point in a relationship, face a challenge, or are becoming a little pouty and entitled about something. It is our responsibility to earn our keep and maintain our rented space. There are conditions to the lease we have with everything around us. When you sit on that for a moment, it makes you feel a little small, right? Good. We all need to be knocked down a peg or two here and there. It's not meant to discredit or discount anything you have going on. It's just a moment of reflection, a self-check, if you will, to pay attention to your perspective and efforts towards all that you have, including yourself. While I said the only thing we have forever is ourselves, That is also an important relationship to maintain. Never harm or hurt yourself emotionally, mentally, spiritually, or physically to maintain any sort of rented space or lease in your life. You are numero uno, and remember, while you are always you, your time isn't guaranteed. So all of that because Facebook and Instagram went down. Seriously, my brain takes a deep dive into brand new direction multiple times throughout the day. And I'm sure many people would find that absolutely exhausting. But this podcast and these episodes are my space and your space to talk about all the things that do hit our minds, all things life, business, and badassery, the real stuff that comes up and hopefully makes us a bit better after discussing. These episodes are meant to be a conversation. And though I'm kind of talking at you right now on a recorded podcast. I want your end of the conversation to come through at some point also when you can. 
So be sure to hit me up on Instagram at Rogue Raisin Podcast and at Laura Swan Siegman. Tag me in your stories, send me a DM, and tell me your thoughts on this or any of our podcast chats. I'm over here wishing you a great week ahead. I hope you've gained some insight from our conversation today and look forward to hanging out with you on the next episode of Rogue and Reason. Talk soon. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.